0: Try what works for you, bounce, bounce around ideas, see what how your body reacts. Maybe, maybe you lose weight but you feel half dead. That's not good. Yep. Right? Uh, maybe you feel fantastic.
1: Are you interested in improving your health and fitness? I know you are. So I made a podcast all about transforming your life with a change mindset, good nutrition, and effective exercise. Head to SupremeHolisticFitness.com to find out more. Trust me, it's life-changing. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Supreme Holistic Fitness podcast. And I've got a special treat for you. For guests this evening, I've got Bo Skitsko. So let me read a little bit about Bo's biography. So... After immigrating to a different continent in pursuit of a better life for his family, he has learned a new language and opened a successful growing business that has changed people's lives in the past 10 years for a living. He's learned a few lessons. The biggest one is that nothing comes easy. Becoming the strongest version of yourself in all possible aspects of your life starts with these two words, stay sore. He has a passion for mental and physical strength and helping his clients live their best lives. What started as a personal quest to change his body, mindset, and confidence quickly turned into a full-time career as a fitness professional. Later, business owner and even an author. What you can say is that he gets to do what he loves every single day, and he changes lives for a living. Okay, so welcome to the Supreme Holistic Podcast, Bo.
0: Thank you. Thank you for
1: having me. It's great to have you here. So fitness, especially now health, is a really, really big topic um, because a lot of people, they're working out, they trying to stay healthy and on top of things. Um, but for someone who's been in fitness for a while, how did you get involved in fitness?
0: Well, it's it's, uh, it's it was just kind of a thing that everyone did. My friends did it. Everyone wanted to do some bicep curls and chest presses. So uh, I just went with my friends a few times and then uh, kind of fell in love with it. And... It, it it helped me with my insecurities, it helped me with, with my, um, you know, having the confidence, stay, standing taller, understanding how life works, meaning the, the harder you push, the more you get out of it. And um, But later on, I started taking it very seriously when I did a lot of things wrong. I went to the gym, had a lot of, I'm gonna call them stupid injuries. I didn't know how to do things right. And I had many different injuries. And one of them was so bad that the doctor said, like I, I had a real, I ripped part of my stomach called the linea alba. I ripped it slightly, so um, the doctor said I would pretty much not be able to work out again, and I need surgery. Well, uh, a decade later, I own my gym. I never had a surgery, and I'm changing lives for a living, like you just read. I'm helping other clients not to go through the same thing. I started. Um, I didn't like what the doctor said. So I started studying anatomy, physiology, biomechanics. I wanted to understand if there's anything else I can do for my body besides surgery. So like I said, I never had a surgery. I can deadlift 500 pounds. I'm not the strongest guy. But again, I I kind of fixed it with exercises. I talked to different physical therapists and trainers. And over time, I learned that if you give your body what it wants, it can actually there's a good chance it can heal itself if you assist it, right? So after learning that, I thought, okay, maybe I can help other people to go through the same thing as me or even better, not even get injuries. So that's how I got involved into fitness and started believing in the power of the physical and then later on the mental strength.
1: That's really powerful. And you said a lot there. So... Sometimes, you know, the doctors or the physicians, when they check you out, they'll say, no, you won't be able to continue or you won't be able to do something. And sometimes, you know, we just got to listen to our own bodies and go accordingly, slowly, but steadily and maybe even increasing the challenge. And you did that and you're able to prove them wrong, you know, by just staying focused and just finding the love in what you do. And you, you didn't have to have surgery, which is good because sometimes surgery, uh, it could really be tough. You really know,
0: tough. once you cut something, you cannot uncut it, right? Yes. So, and to this day, like, I feel it. The, the problem is still there. The, the thing is is that I have it under control. And talking about doctors, I mean, they're just people too. They, 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 they studied what they studied. They know their stuff, but they also have to be careful. You can't just suggest random things. They don't know how... Smart or careful, I'm gonna approach the issue, you know. So they just have to be very careful and be very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, let's just say careful with with the suggestions they give me, you know. So they they do their job, and I kind of did my job. I didn't take, I, I took a risk. Yeah, I took a risk, but the reward was big.
1: Yeah, and you basically know your body better than anyone else could. Um, So you own a gym, you help others um, in terms of fitness and taking action. What would you say is a key factor in that in terms of helping people to move from point A to point B with respect to fitness?
0: Okay, well, first of all, the gym I own—it's—it's it's not a open gym. It's a fitness studio, meaning you come only to train with the coach or with the trainer. There's not like random people slamming weights. You know, everything is under control, under professional supervision. And we have like—I call it the the gym is called BowFit. I call it the BowFit family. We all love each other. We help each other. We support each other. We grow together. I grow from my clients as well. It's not just them from me. But that being said, the the main aspect of uh, going from point A to point B is, uh, I'm gonna make it sound very simple, but it's actually going. The problem is with most people that, uh, a lot of people say knowledge is power, and I tend to disagree with that very, very strongly. I don't think knowledge is power because a lot of people know what they're supposed to do, but they still don't do it. Action is power. Acting upon the things that you believe to be true, that's truly powerful. So what I'm trying to say is that we know what we need to eat for the most part. Yes, there's there's details, but you know that a Snickers bar is bad and you know that spinach is good. That being said, most people don't act upon their knowledge. So knowledge is not power. Powerful is action, right? Correct. So to get from point A to point B, the the, 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 uh, the main aspect of that is just start going from the point A, like start. Eventually, you get to point B. For some people, the the path will be a zigzag path. Some people will go back and forth. Some people will will go in circles, but start moving. And from that movement, you will learn more and more. And then there's professionals like yourself and me that can help you to get that path more narrow and faster, like a direct line with uh, the least amount of zigzags in between, you know. But the biggest thing is start because everyone waits for that perfect. Like on Monday, I'm going to get my diet right. You know, how about you start getting better on Thursday, on Friday, on Sunday, start right now. And that's the biggest thing that people want everything to align and be perfect. I'm going to start dieting. I'm going to start working out five times a week and just start right now with whatever you have right now.
1: True. And It's, so we sort of live in a microwave society where you just want to press start and stop and get the results right then and there. But it takes time. Just as it took time, it took years developing bad eating habits, it's going to take a little while to develop good eating habits. It's not going to happen overnight the results aren't going to happen overnight as you see um, i'm just with you
0: 100% it takes yep. time it takes patience it takes learning curves and you know what it takes a lot of failures to learn so don't 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 wait for that magic pill there's no magic pill it's all the small little decisions throughout your day week month years all those small decisions add up to either getting you closer to your goal or further away from your goal
1: Correct. And you mentioned something really critical. It's not a straight line. So many times we start and we hope everything just goes nice and easy. But there's a lot of zigzags along the way. You may have to adjust. You may have to do different things, try different things. And eventually you'll, you'll get your goal or you'll get the momentum going that you need to stay consistent.
0: True, very true. Hey, there's there's different bodies reacting to different things. Everyone has a different insulin sensitivity. Uh, Like, for example, I just had this conversation with with a client of mine. Um, Most of my clients are like the average person, a housewife. Uh, Some older people have like hip replacement, knee replacement. I have a few college athletes. This particular one is getting ready for a figure show, right? Uh, So... We were talking about it, and it took us a few months to get her just starting to uh, lose weight or cut down for the show, because we were trying to figure out what works best for her. We learned that she works better on carbs. She actually loses weight while having slightly more carbs than the average diet would would allow you to have. Well my body, I personally my body functions better on high fat diets, right? I mean healthy fats, not not the greasy, you know, saturated trans fats. But my body works. I, I have amazing workouts on high fat meals. Well, she has an amazing workout on high carb meals. So there's so many different diets and variations, and everyone is like yelling, no, my works, my mine works better. The keto works better, the intermittent fasting works better, low carbs. You know what? If it works for you and you can actually stick to it. Good for you, but figuring out what works for you—that's the zigzag. You have to learn. You bounce off your failures until you get on that straight line. When you learn, okay, I did nine mistakes. Number ten is going to work. You know.
1: Yeah, you mentioned um, that you function better with a high-fat diet, as well as your client was preparing for a physique show. She mentioned she operates better with a high-carb diet. Um, what it, was it? Did you all figure that out through trial, through testing? Trial and
0: error. Trial and okay. error. Uh, there's no better way because if you, there's so many websites. You go on a website, you put in your information. It takes you like 30 seconds, height, weight. How many times a day do you, uh, a week do you work out? And then it spits out a number. That magic number is anything but magic. That number will most probably not work for you. Like it's the number, I mean calories, right? Yeah. probably won't work for you. You have to, like, through trial and error, have a journal, write things down, and then you, have, you, you accumulate data, and then you analyze it and fix things. You know? That's the only true way of, of uh, doing the best for your body and having the best results for the rest of your life. There's so many diets out there. I want to lose weight, and then the coach says, eat this. You don't even know me. How, how can you recommend what to eat if you don't even know me, you know? Yeah. So um, try what works for you. Bounce, bounce around ideas. See what, how your body reacts. May, maybe you lose weight, but you feel half dead. That's not good. Yep. Right? Uh, maybe you feel fantastic and you find out, hey, maybe I don't want to lose that much weight because right now on this diet, I have so much energy. I feel so good. I don't even care about the extra five pounds to lose. So try what works for you. Trial and error like
1: in everything yeah you again you know you alone know how your body operates and what will work best for you and you know you just stick with what works for you so we're in the midst of a pandemic and yeah. there's a lot of challenges with people you know even your clients um how has the pandemic been with respect to your clients. Is it more challenging for for them with respect to their fitness? Are they still consistent?
0: Oh man, that's 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 a big topic. You just opened a big box. I don't know how much time we have, but mm-hmm. it's uh uh you know the pandemic was uh in the beginning it was a very big mental challenge not even physical mental challenge which later on dragged the, the physical down you know So the mental health went first with all my clients. I noticed that big time. And then obviously the the physical health suffered from the mental health um, being very poor. Uh, It it was very tough. It was even tough for me, you know? I had to close my business. I have a family, a wife and three kids. Uh, I had to close my business so I have no income. I have to pay for my living expenses and I have to pay for the business. Like the landlord needs money uh the the insurance needs money all the softwares that i use and all the marketing so many things so that was scary very scary i curled up in a fetus position and I, i i always thought i'm one of the strongest people i know it turns out i got weak as well and it's okay but then i realized i had to like curl out of my scared fetus position because i needed to be a leader for my family and my clients uh what happened is i started texting clients and asking hey how are you doing somewhere too afraid to pick up the phone and text back somewhere glued to the media to the news to the couch somewhere scared underneath the blanket it, it was horrible um, nobody was moving nobody was working out nobody some people were so afraid they didn't even go outside no vitamin d which you as a health coach and trainer know how important that is yes. for everything it's a pro hormone it makes all the other hormones work properly you know yeah. so it, it was bad it was very bad so i I had to like be the leader be strong put all my fears to the side i uh reamped my website for my gym i shifted things online started doing online classes because people needed not just the workout itself it was a mental challenge people needed human connection so i started doing live classes with people seeing each other well A lot of my clients, um, most of my clients, I would say, are between 35 to 55-year-old women. And a lot of them are worried about how am I going to look in the video. So what I did is they can only see me during the workout, and then during the water break, they can see each other and chat, and then they get a better mood. They just sweat it. They're swinging their ponytails. Things are getting better. So I tried to help them through that. Connect between each other, get some movement in, get the hormones going, you know. So it was a challenge for me to to be the leader, be strong and act like everything is good. Everything under, is under control. We got this. So I had to put that fake persona on. And also I knew a lot of people needed that help. So I didn't charge for the classes. I had a little donate button. Gotcha. Yeah. But I knew that there's people lost their jobs as well. So I wanted to serve. And if you have extra money, you can donate. If not, just do the workout, join the family. Let's get healthy, fit, and happy together. So that's how kind of I did the whole pandemic thing.
1: Got you, got you.
0: If my my answers are too long, if I'm talking too much, let me know, man.
1: Nah, that's perfect. Um, What motivates you?
0: Motivates to what?
1: So you're pushing through. So you were in a situation when the pandemic hit and you said it was very challenging and you realized that you were not as tough as you thought you were, but you were able to push through what?
0: You know, that, the pandemic, but also everything else in life. I think there's a few things that pushed me. Number one is uh, my family. I need to be stronger and better for them, healthier, stronger, mentally and physically, you know, um, they, I, I want to be there like rock that protects them or is there for them in any situation. So, my family, that's first and foremost. Second, uh, my clients, wh- whom I serve. I am a servant to my clients. And uh, they need a the strong leader who, uh, and strong, I don't mean like in a very arrogant way. Strong, I mean, I want to walk, excuse me, I want to walk the talk, I want to show them that it's possible. I want to teach them how it's supposed to be. And I want also to be the example for them. And the third one, the third thing that motivates me, I have a very deep sitting root. Like I have a deep sitting fear to not live up to my potential. If I have this much of potential, but I only live this much of it out, it scares me. I, I, my family, my friends, my clients deserve to have the best bow right? So uh, I owe it to them to be the best version of myself. I can't be so selfish and just be okay. I have to be the best I can be because the people around me deserve the best of me.
1: Correct. Correct. And you wrote a book. Um, let's talk a, a bit about your book.
0: Yeah, I would love to.
1: Break through the how to break through the fear of change into a better life. Tell us a little bit about your book.
0: Yeah, the book is called Stay Sore, uh, like sore, like muscle soreness, Stay Sore. And the subtitle is How to Break Through the Fear of Change into a Better Life. So the book was a result of me being a trainer for, at that point, it was almost a decade when I wrote the book. And um, I realized that training in the gym, like training training, Clients, how to do all those squats, lunges, deadlifts, curls, crunches. That's a very, very small part of their life success, of feeling better, of being confident, of living the best life they can live. Because all of them have mental points or weaknesses that they need to work on. And a lot of them... We're looking for the gym as a way to fix a mental issue. And I don't mean mental issue as a sickness. I mean things that like insecurities, um, relationship with husband and wife, relationship with kids or with work, stress, anxiety, depression. Um, so those kind of things. And in the gym, they started slowly not changing so much their body, which was just a side effect of changing their mental perspective on life, on issues, on, on problems. They learned in the gym that the harder you push, the more sore you get, the better you will get later, the, the stronger you become, you know? Yeah. If you have a weak effort in the gym, you will not become stronger. And then they transferred that, or at least I tried to push them into that direction to understand that the harder you push in life, the, the, the more sore you are in life, the more harder, heavier things feel in life, that just means you're about to get stronger. Just like a heavy squat, you put a heavy weight on your back and you squat it, the heavier the weight, the more it means that you're actually stronger, right? Yeah. So same thing in life, when they go through hard things in life, I'm telling them, hey, that just means you're a strong individual. Your personality is strong. You're about to level up in life. You're about to get stronger, better. Something great's about to happen. If you feel sore, if everything hurts mentally, physically, you go through struggles in life, that's your hard workout. You're about to get stronger. And kind of the book, I took that idea of soreness in the gym and applied it to everyday life. So the book is a mental strength book. Ideas that you can apply in life from lessons in the gym kind of. My own life as well, like my immigrant story, how I opened the gym. So the whole idea of the book is, soreness discomfort pain seek it out actively because uh again you're a trainer we always talk about health right health is the main focus of our training i hope uh if you're a good trainer so how does how does sickness work if you're very comfortable you eat whatever you like you watch the shows you like um you get progressively more and more sick correct Mm-hmm. So, because you you indulge in foods, you shouldn 't, but they feel comfortable. You watch shows late night when you 're supposed to sleep, but one more episode, one more episode of your favorite show that 's that you 're staying in your comfort right you you sit on the couch that 's your comfort. The more yeah. comfortable you are, the more sick you get. Get it so health vice versa health is okay i don 't like vegetables, but i'm going to eat them it 's uncomfortable, but i 'm going to eat them going to the gym it 's uncomfortable, but i'm going to go yeah. Uh, you know, doing the things that you're uncomfortable doing is actually propelling you to be healthy and better. So good things are initially very uncomfortable, but later on, they make you better. Feel better, perform better, think better, have better relationships, right? Sick, Sick? you get sick from things that are comfortable, right? Yes. So seek, seek actively, seek discomfort, seek out soreness. And that's what the book is about. Okay, I'm done with the big talk.
1: Right. Okay, well, we're actually wrapping up here. And okay. Bo, what's one thing you want to leave with everyone?
0: Hey, that's the same message. Stay sore. Stay sore, brother. Seek, seek discomfort. Uh, delayed gratification. Um, it's, it, if it feels too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. Get a little uncomfortable, and later on, you're going to love the feeling of accomplishment
1: Good. I figured you were going to stay, say, stay sore, and that shows how your message resonates throughout. you know, stay yes. sore, get out of your comfort zone, especially now. Do things differently. right exactly. So Bo, I just want to thank you for being on the Supreme holistic podcast, and My thank you for sharing your wealth of information with the listening audience out there.
0: Yes, thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks for being here. And three quick things before we wrap up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a five star review and share this episode. And if you'd like to join a growing online fitness community, you can become a part of my Facebook group and follow me on Instagram. Lastly, subscribe to my blog and get a free copy of my ebook, Seven Steps to Actually crush your fitness goals. My goal is to help transform you using a changed mindset, good nutrition and effective exercise without sacrificing your time and helping you to stay consistent. Talk to you soon.